medicines in his head Would they make it any more obvious? Where should we look? Which furrow to plough? Where should we go now? A vision of blood of Geordie do good That treacherous gnome is more than he seems Then right before us we look in disgust The creature that haunts in Greg Armel's dreams It was a Santa girl, it seems we're too late for her She has expired, we are too late Wasn't the potion man a part of a wicked plan? Geordie do good has sealed his fate It seems Greg visions hold some truth This one has proven so We must press on and find the cave Into danger we go Do Geordie and Gekvar conspire? Have we been led astray in Dyson desire? You travel on for another another hour. Um, the, the hills as well start to get a bit bigger as well, it's worth saying. Maybe not quite mountains, but they're sort of, compared to some of the stuff that you've been experiencing up till now, your, your journey into the, to the hills, these are starting to get a lot more, a lot larger and a lot more steep. Anything you want to do or just want to carry on? I mean, is it worth doing regular perception checks to see if there's anything out of the normal as we continue? Or is it worth just... Or do we think there's going to be anything on the way? I mean, is there anything that I recognised from any of my visions? Like any rock formations, trees, etc., etc.? Um, you do actually, yeah. You, you start seeing some of the um, berry bushes that um, the child ate from. Maybe not the specific ones that they ate from. But you certainly notice some some similar style flora and fauna. The berry the berry bushes. Um, looking at the berries, are they a berry that any of us would recognise? Um, they are. Yes, roll me a nature check. I guess. Uh, is that any anyone? Of us, is that all of us? Okay. Se- yeah, Seventeen to, for Dweezil. That's enough. We'll just deal with Dweezil. Yeah, you notice these to be um, a, just a, 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 bla- a blackberry. Nice. I don't know if that would. I don't know if that would grow out here. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a a, a berryologist, but uh, I would assume they would. Um, so yeah. So they don't seem like they'd be poisonous or anything like that. Do they look ripe? They look pretty good. Yeah. No. No car fumes or anything on them. There's um, no car. No. No. I don't think there's no or cart fumes. No. no. Probably or I'm, cart I'm, fumes. I'm, I'm out of a blackberry. Quinch. Blackberry. I would absolutely love to have a blackberry, as you have just asked me if I would like a blackberry. I would love a blackberry, Dweezel. Thank you for saying that, and I confirm I've heard it, and I'd like one. Toss, toss him one. Dab off, blackberry. What he doesn't yeah, know him. is that he is definitely allergic to it, and if he eats one, <laughs> he may die. <laughs> Gregor Mel, blackberry? Um, no, I think not fruits. Unless Krill? it's carbs or coffee, I'm not interested. I'll give it a go. I toss a couple of nice, juicy, ripe blackberries to the lads. Uh, I catch it in my mouth. Dex, Dex uh, can I? Yeah, I was going to say, can I have a Dex, Dex check on that, please? Right, if it's a natural one, can it hit him in the eye and blind him? <laughs> can Dweezil roll a strength check to see how hard he threw it? <laughs> Uh, twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, it, it sort of it hits you on the nose, but luckily you sort of manage to just 
it bounces up and then it manages to fall into your, into your mouth and you manage to get the blackberry. Did anyone see that? That was pretty cool. Um, in terms of the blackberries, they taste a little a little bitter. Um, These blackberries pro- taste a little bitter. Okay, thank you. Uh, they're pretty fresh, pretty juicy. They but they are. Like I've got to obviously let them know. Well, they're eating blackberries as well, mate. You're not the only person that's eating <laughs> Not the everyone's eating Well, thank you for letting me know. You're welcome, Greg. You're already okay. missing out. And if any more, Greg, Greg, have a blackberry. No, I hear they're not, they're not all that sweet, so not interested. Yeah, of course you heard. I just, I just told you. There's no other way you could have possibly known. This conversation's added another year onto SK2. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, anyway, it looks like we're going the right direction, so I think we should carry on. Okay. Another another advantage survival plus two. Bish bash bosh. First one is a four. Oh god. Second one is an eleven plus two plus two makes it fifteen. Okay. Um, obviously, you're you're not necessarily matching this up against anything. It's not like you have a, a mind eye map or anything like that. But you do definitely get the sense you're headed in the right direction. Um, in fact, as you're as you're heading um, through, you actually see a hill, and you're you're pretty sure, you're pretty certain that in one of your visions, it, it matches something you would have seen, albeit maybe at a slightly different angle. If you imagine that the child was coming sort of in the opposite direction of you, um, it looks very much. Maybe it's your, you're passing one out to the east. You sort of see it, and you think, oh, okay, I can. Imagine that's what I would have seen in, in, in my memory. Um, it's just getting, like I say, it's getting wilder and wilder. You actually sort of see a few um, large footprints. If someone could roll me a um, nature or survival, if someone's got that better. A nine overall. Anyone else want to give it yeah, a go? Yeah, I've got a 17 on nature there. 17. Um, you would probably, you would probably hazard a guess that this is some sort of giant footstep. Ooh. Um and there's a few others. Like there's a particularly deep one is which is the one you notice, but then as you sort of as you sort of realise what it might be, you sort of look to the side and you see a few that maybe don't sink as quite as deep and quite quite as noticeable. But obviously it makes you realise that there could be there could be giants around here. Um one uh another survival please. Unless there's anything anyone wants to do at this point. Um does it look like the footprint may belong to my good friend uh, Ildema? Uh, Ilderman? Ilderm- what was her name? Does it look <laughs> like that giant you met that one time? Yeah, um, that's the one, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not even going to rough size? Th- there is absolutely no way that you could guess whether this was a specific giant that you once met. Uh, that's where you're wrong, because um, Greg obviously has a foot fetish, so he studied the giant's right. foot in detail. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, um, no, then it doesn't. It, 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 okay. Sure. It doesn't look like hers. Um, <laughs> if there's nothing else, give me another survival advantage plus two. Um, just how I pronounced the name because I can't remember how the hell it was. Ildemain, wasn't it? Ildemain, the fire giant. Okay. The first one is a seventeen. The next one is a natty twenty. A natty twenty. Talk to me how how you find a cave in the hills. Ooh. Well, this is where this is what's weird because I personally don't really find it. 
Um, you see, what actually happened is um, my broom, obviously, that's just always flying around, Smog, um, has kind of noticed it himself somehow, and he's um, kind of come up to me, and he's kind of prodded me from behind to follow oh, this I... certain direction. I'm... I'm I'm going to ignore the fact that your broom isn't a sentient being that that can see and understand and pro- prod you. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Mister DM. Do you make the rules? Oh wait. <laughs> no. I mean, I've allowed I've allowed Krill to produce household items from somewhere, <laughs> some sort of ethereal plane. Um, so I'll allow it for creativity's sake. Um, but yes, you. No, no, I'll tell you what, I will just drink a Crimson Bullock, which will obviously sharpen my my senses, and then that's when I notice that this footpath looks familiar, and he, I start picking up the pace, going, it's this way, it's this way, all excitedly. So yeah, you pick up the pace, you start, you start running, you start, you know, heading in what you feel is the right direction, and yes, you, you, you... You, you crest over this hill and as you're coming over you actually sort of you don't see it directly in front of it it's actually as you're sort of coming over the hill you actually notice that the hill sort of has a bit of a sharper drop than you would that you would normally anticipate and it's only from there that you sort of start investigating and you realise that actually there's a mouth to a cave here um, it's quite it's quite big it's not necessarily big enough to fit say um a giant in or anything of, of that size but i mean in terms of in terms of your height if you if you imagine what i think krill's the tallest at what about seven foot oh at least yeah this is probably about some somewhere between 10 and 15 foot high um wide enough probably to fit two two you know two two, two to three people through um at a time can quinch open his wings to get through, like, would he? Is he going to be able to fly through? Uh, probably not. Probably Quinch wouldn't be able to fly through. Oh, no. That's a shame. Yeah, it is <laughs> a shame, isn't it? Just uh, what do you want to do? Uh, does that mean Quinch has obviously got to stop doing his like bodybuilder walk as well and actually just walk normally? I imagine he does that walk, you know, when he's got the shoulders out swinging them. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm too big to fit through, Krill. Look at that. Are you too big to fit through, or oh you oh you you fit just fine? Okay. Um, I then I look at Krill and go, "We're still both outside the cave. I I don't know how you've made that assessment." I'm good at visual dynamics. <laughs> he's just got his just got his wings out. And he's just like 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 a cat with whiskers. He's just seeing um, if he can get. The cave itself, is it completely dark or is there like oh. torches lighting the way or Dark mate. Probably dark. Dark vision. I mean, I definitely don't. Proper, proper dark. Like it is all... so in terms of day, you're probably looking at this point, you've been you've been around the hills for quite a few hours now. Um we're probably looking around three o'clock in the afternoon. Two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Very bright out. Very, very few clouds in the sky. It's a, it's a lovely bright day. You can obviously see just about inside the cave mouth. Um, you can see sort of yeah. You can see some the stone and everything leading in, but then it gets very dark very quickly, and you can't really make out any detail in there whatsoever. Do we? Do we wish to create a scene and try to draw something out? 
or do we wish to enter as stealthily as we can? We've tried to enter dark caves before stealthily. It doesn't work because those of us without dark vision have a ver have very poor concept of uh, the passing of time, and after after maybe fifteen seconds, start to get bored and, and come in making loads of noise with lanterns. Um, we just don't have a good history with caves, to be fair. No, no, oh god, no, Dweezil. I mean, in my visions as well, I I did. Uh, remember the child being attacked from multiple directions by multiple beings, so uh, there's definitely something in there waiting for us. Um, Vin, what about what about Vin? Could do the we could do the classic Vin Weasel safety checks. <laughs> does, does Vin does Vin have dark vision? Don't... Great question. Yeah, that is a good question. Um, let me talk about things while I stall for time. And search. Do you have the light? Do you have the light spell, Gregamel? Well, yeah, it's a bit uh, obvious, though, isn't it? Yeah, but if we, uh, if I we send a glow in the dark, the wheezing, light spell as of such. But perhaps I could use my trusty hat to uh, perform uh, a cantrip. Yeah, could Greg, Greg could touch the weasel? <laughs> he does Greg not have dark vision. Greg could touch the weasel, make the weasel make make the weasel light up. Um... Send the weasel in, perform the safety checks. Yeah. You don't sound um, keen, Doboff. I mean, it kind of would Wait. alert them to our presence, I guess. It would alert them to the presence of a small glow-in-the-dark weasel. <laughs> Which, of course, wouldn't be suspicious at all. Um, yeah, if that's what people want to do, I'll send Vin in. All, all a glow. I mean, I'm fine with this as long as I can kind of make him glow, so let me just check what can... I'll just set him on fire if need be. Oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of fire spells. He's got like one hit point, so he might make it to the entrance. He'd last six seconds if he holds, rolls higher initiative. Yeah. With my new uh, flammable flame touch ability. So. You want to sit him on fire? Uh, Let's not. I have the <laughs> cantrip of light I can do on him if my hat allows me to. Uh, have you used it today? I haven't used it today. Nope. You can you can certainly try and set Vin on fire. No. Uh, not on fire on light on light. Set him on light. Um. Yeah. I just wanted to give light a quick read just to see what it actually does to make sure it is actually. Doesn't it give like twenty foot light or something? Um. Light is a cantrip. One hour. Uh, touch an object no larger than ten feet in any day. Is uh, Vin an object? Twenty foot. Twenty foot. Vin, Vin's high vis. <laughs> yeah, we'll shine a torch in. This it'll reflect can on be his high vis jacket. As you like, I'm going to colour the light black. <laughs> <laughs> Very useful. A black light. You can see those are stains on Quinch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can you make it strobe? <laughs> oh, possibly. Alright, let's see if I can do the hat then. So, roll in to see if I can use my hat, which is anything from 10 up. Um, I'm afraid we are instantly in the shitter because it's a 5. Oh! Oh! Nope. So, you can't use light if you don't have it as one of your cantrips? No, but I do have a inspiration point from you I could use to possibly reroll. Let's do it. Reroll. Inspiration. A rare inspiration point being used to use light as a cantrip. Sixteen. Okay, you <laughs> I, I, you are allowed to use. Is, is it arseholeish to say you'd already told him the result before he decided to use it? 
Uh, no, no I don't think, think there's any results then. He he knows the he knows the DC on it, doesn't he? So yeah, and also mm. and also five, I think five would fail oh, almost yeah. anything. But also, yeah, it is it is our soulish? Yeah. No, 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 no. The cantrip, <laughs> sorry, the role's not for the cantrip anyway. The role was for if I could use my hat to do the ability, my hat's oh, ability. Yeah. I have to roll just, a just can't help me being an arse, To be fair, <laughs> no, I said it in twice. <laughs> Luke, you said if you could if you could cut out the last eighteen months of podcasts. Thanks. <laughs> Anchor. Well, the last forty-five com. minutes of this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you use you use light. What are you using light on? Uh, the weasel. He's <laughs> uh, not an object, isn't he? I'm okay. I'm using it on the weasel's jacket, hat. What does he have? You can wrap a bit of string around him and make it glow, like. Yeah, that will do. I want to take the armor off of Mr. Mosey. Put it off in weasel. I mean, there should be some checks involved in him trying this. Strap, strap Mr. Mosey onto the back of Vin. Right, let's just tie a um, like a ribbon round Vin's head, like a bandana. Um, <laughs> He's got a head torch now. I like it. Um, Can you give him an eye patch like the Ice Age um, Simon Pegg Ice, Ice Age character? <laughs> so if there's one thing I want on a glowing item, it's right in his eye. <laughs> well, if it's like an eye patch, then it'd be over his I mean, eye. You so could it's... literally strap a coin to his forehead, like. I'll just I'll tie, I'll cut some rope. I'll tie some rope and put it around his neck, and just like a little collar. I've got some ink. Can I cover him in ink and then make the ink glow? After ten minutes of standing outside the cave, somebody comes out. <laughs> Just sees us pissing around with a weasel. <laughs> You're not doing nothing. Brilliant. Okay, yeah, a bit of string or ribbon or whatever, that's fine. <laughs> we could have just tied a lantern to him at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lantern can fall off. This can't fall off. Fair. Yeah. Glowing rope. If you, if you say so. Glowing collar. That'll do. Yeah, it's got a colour on. It's glowing. It's glowing neon pink, just to verify the colour that it's going to. And what's the plan, sorry? So once you've done this, once you... Great question. Glad you asked. What do you think the plan is, Nate? I don't know. I think at the moment you've just turned him into some sort of glow stick. (laughs) Um, I reckon everyone should hide, and I'll just have Vin scurry in, have a look around, see what he can see, see what he can hear. neon pink. It was neon pink (laughs) thing. How brightly right. does it glow? Like, is it... Oh, very. 20 feet. Only 20, 20 feet. feet? That's a lot. Stop. That's... You just... Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't... 20 feet, is it? It's yeah. 20 feet. That's like yeah. a torch on legs. This is a lot of preparation, considering Vin is just going to get smashed flat the second he goes <laughs> in that cave. He is just going to die straight away. Triggers a trap. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So Vin will scurry in, um, all the while being a bit cautious and seeing what he can see and hear. V. Okay. At least if he dies, whatever the the collar will still glow in the middle of the room for twenty minutes. Oh, good point. An hour, not twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was twenty foot, wasn't it? Yeah. So if he dies, the collar's still there, like glowing. Right. Roll twenty. I have moved you onto a new map. Oh. Oh. Very, very fortunately, you uh, are on roll twenty and already prepared for that. She. So hopefully you can just see a small little rectangle with your characters at the bottom. Yeah, I had to zoom out to find it, but yes. Yep. Um, so, obviously Vin is on there. Can you move him, Luke? Yep. 
Awesome. Right. But you can't move you can't see where he's gone now, can you? Nope. There we go, I'll put him back. Um so is that where you wanted him? Are you gonna is he so is he just scurrying in on his own? Yes. So he's just gonna have a bit of a scurry in. I don't know where I've just moved him to. You, you right, okay, so that's fine, yeah. Um so so he can only see twenty foot ahead and around, right? That's what we're saying. Yeah, presumably. He doesn't have dark vision or anything. Yeah, so it'd just be twenty foot. But he does have advantage on perception checks that rely on hearing or smell. So he can hear presumably further than he can see. Right, okay. As Vin walks in, uh he sees Ooh. Ooh. A number of um creatures just sort of like milling about the place. Just chilling. Milling just and chilling. chilling. Just chilling. Netflix and chill Netflix and mill. Yeah. Nice. Um can I have a stealth check from Vin? At disadvantage because he's walked in with a, a shining <laughs> bright shining pink light necklace. on his head. Um yeah. Presumably those of us with dark vision can see these milling creatures. Uh, good point, actually. Probably Krill can at this point. He probably could theoretically. I mean, ignore the map. The begin the the en- entrance of the map is just I didn't go that far. Um, let's for argument say that actually you're probably a few feet below. Let's put let's say you're far enough away that Krill wouldn't have been able to see it. Right. There's a bit of a lead in, sort of like. Passageway okay. that, that would have got you at, to yeah. this point if you'd walked well, up to it. Could have got better dark vision than me. Uh, oh, have you got dark vision? Well, yeah, of course you have. What are you, 60 foot? Yeah, yeah. 60 yeah, I think, also, yeah. I think 60 foot's the, the oh, general prevailing right. yeah, standard, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah, theoretically, you're not where you where it looks like you are. Okay. We're still outside the cave, aren't we? Yeah, you're still outside the cave, but I just didn't go that far back down the, the thing so yeah there's probably there's probably sort of 50 foot or so of, of, of cave entrance until you get to this point at the bottom of the map cool. so Vin would have just got scurrying in um, yes Vin stealth please um, even with disadvantage he's still got 18 I suspect that's probably enough let me just double check he's a very stealthy yeah he gets plus bastard. 5 and I rolled a 15 and a 13 so it's either yeah 20 or 18 uh, Vin should have his own cartoon show. Yeah, no, almost, almost certainly succeeds. Um, so he gets in there, and despite the fact that he's stood in the middle of a room, um, with what I can only describe as some sort of torch around his neck, um, the the creatures in there don't actively notice him. At the moment, to where he's got to, nothing, nothing right now. They do nothing right now. Um, presumably, Dabov's kind of controlling him. I was going to say you, you, you looking through his eyes. Yeah, so I'm going to report back to the group and just say what he can see. Um, How does it work? Is it like flying like a drone, or are you like having an out of body experience? Like, I think it's kind of like an out of body thing. I can't see or hear from so Dabov's point of view. Back and forth. Yeah, so I, I think if I just sort of tell Vin. To just stay where he is while I momentarily pop out, <laughs> pop to the shops. <laughs> so I'll just back in a minute, pal. Wait here. Yeah. So I'll keep uh, Vin exactly where he is and just tell the rest of the group what I can see. Um, what can I see? Is there a di- out of interest? Is there a distance that you can control him up to? Uh, let's have a look. 
So, i.e., can you only maybe go 100 foot or something like that? I don't want him to necessarily... Or, or refresh that. I don't want to get to a position where you could just... Uh, 100 feet. 100 feet. So, you've done about 50. So, so the reality is... I don't know if it will ping up here. But the reality is you could probably get... Let's say where your tokens are is about 50 foot. You can you, you, you can get to about... Oh, I don't know. If, would it ping if you see it here? Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah, so you can probably get as far as that with with Vin. Yeah, it's quite far. Um, I've just checked my talk with uh, my familiar thing. I can communicate telepathically with it, and I can also see through its eyes and hear what it hears. So at the moment, I'm just communicating telepathically rather than controlling him directly, and just kind of okay. having a conversation. So he sees what he sees and tells me when I tell the group, rather than dipping in and out. Okay. You can so you want to say did you say what can he see? Yeah, so Dabov's going to ask Vin what can you see? Okay, so he can see um, essentially with his with his eyes viewpoint here with his eyes. <laughs> yeah. um, he can see two. We'll ignore the fact that actually you as people can probably see third, but um, he can see two um, quite small humanoid creatures. When I say small, they're sort of around. Um, around sort of three, four foot tall. Um, they are sort of stood upright, but not really doing anything. They're sort of just sort of just. I'm, I'm going to say swaying, but they're not sort of doing it rhythmically or sort of chanting or anything like that. But they're just sort of like just stood there, sort of not really, almost zoned out, should we say? Um, I'm going to ask Dabov's going to ask the rest of the guys, John, to try and lure them out, or are we going in? I, I think. Based on what you've told us, Vin can see. I think we're as well to make our way in. I think we might be able to. Or do you want me to send Vin in a bit further? Just see if there's. I, I, any no, more? I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to risk Vin dab off. I mean, he is just. As much as, you know, I do like him, he is just a familiar that can be recast at any point. Like, it's, it's just, he's just a spell slot, essentially. <laughs> like. <laughs> Vin, Vin dies a little bit inside and he loses three um, hit points. Oh, well, that's him straight like, dead then. We're still... Yeah, we're still... He's got one. <laughs> Recast. Presumably um, it's the same familiar each time. Like, it's still the same I, spirit, I, I guess. I, I don't think... I don't, I don't think so. I think I can speak oh. for... I think I can speak for myself, Greg Amell, Quinch, and, and the listeners to the Dice and Desire podcast say that he might just be a spell slot to you. But to us, he he's a, a a valued member of the circus. Yeah, yeah. Judged by judging by the thing on you know people on Twitter, people fucking love him. Um, regularly gets brought up. People are always asking where's where's Vin. Um, <laughs> when are we going to see more Vin? Um, how's Vin doing? What's he doing right now? Like, just can't shut him up. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those twits. <laughs> twits, brilliant. Twits. Fuck's sake, God. <laughs> 35. Right, are you sending him further in or are you going to make your way in and just um, do a thing? I think we should um, stealth our way in. Know. Yeah, let's stealth in. I wasn't in. included in the list uh, of people that care about tweets. Uh, send... Why was I not included in uh, Weasel's list of people that care about the Weasel? I, just, I, don't, I don't know if I can speak for you when it comes to thinking about <laughs> others. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, also, you've got enough with Mosey and Sebastian in your hands. I think you've got enough. Where is Sebastian out of interest? Yeah, where? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can we put some rope around his neck and send him in? Sebastian pops his head out and goes, looks at. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, somewhere. Yeah. He's always, he's always with us. Uh, um, probably so, do you want me to bring Vin back? 
Let's nah, send him in. Worst case scenario, you know, Pop goes to the weasel. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, he's going to take like a ten foot, just creep his way in. So a little bit no, further, no. see if you can see just a little bit further. Um, shall I light my torch or we, if we're going in? Or shall I hold someone with Dark Vision's hand? Do you know what? I think it's probably safe enough to light a torch, mate. Uh, is, is uh, Are you happy? Are you going to be happy if we get through this without a fight? Yes, of course. Krill, are you going to be happy if we get through this without a fight? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have no, I have no issue. Um, as, as Vin um, creeps ever so slightly further into the cave... Um, he sees another two more bodies um, doing the same sort of thing, really, sort of just almost absent, just absent-mindedly, sort of just, yeah, just looking bored, really, just sort of waiting there. They're not being aggressive towards Vin in any way, then? Like, not uh, no, he, he he moved ever so slightly, and not enough to necessarily really kick off any stealth problems. He's only a little, little weasel, isn't he? Um, so... They certainly haven't been alerted to his presence at this point. So as we're outside the cave, uh, Quinch grabs one of his torches and he uses the brand new ability Storm Soul of the Desert to set fire to his torch. What's, does that does that hurt is that, anyone? Is that going to do hurt. damage to all of us around you? or No, no, it's just lets me... To, uh, I can set fire to something flammable if I touch it. Nice. Nice. So you're just you a walking light. Set fire to my, my torch as well, then. Oh, hello. <laughs> you set fire to my torch. <laughs> Any day. Was it, would anyone else like their torch doing? This is fun. I'm a fire starter. <laughs> Pretty sure the rest of us can, can see just fine. Yeah. I think the rest of us have uh, dark vision. Oh. Ooh. I was just sorry. I was just looking at Xanathar's Guide to Everything, and there's a section in there about barbarians with tattoos. Interesting. Nice. And about retconned, retconned ones. Shame there's none of them about giant, um, giant uh, runes. <laughs> but there you go. Rumor is That's it right. makes the, the, the wearer of the tattoo looks like an absolute tit, but it does give them giant strength. So that's the payoff. <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't know if you take it or not. Right, what what are you doing? You are you are you are you going in? So yeah, presumably Dabov would have relayed to the rest of you that he saw a couple of extra bodies yeah, in there. I can see four. Can Vin hear any others in like the distance? Uh, what does he have? Perception. What does he? Uh, he has advantage on perception checks that rely on um, hearing or smell. Um, I'm guessing he can't hearing. smell how many people there is, so I'm going to go on hearing. Um. Yeah, so roll a perception check then, please. Uh, wow, that advantage was pointless. I've rolled two 17s. Um, oh! <laughs> and perception plus um, three, so yeah, that's 20. So you, you said not about the smelling, but yeah, I mean, he, he's in there and, and um, I don't know what a, a, a weasel's sensitivity is to smell, but but he can, even he can tell that it's, it smells pretty bad and they're pretty rank. Um, in terms of perception of, of hearing he can hear more bodies he probably can't point at this point really dictate how many bodies there are um, but he definitely can hear that there's more further on um, just a few sort of like just 
not imperceivable because he obviously can perceive them, but they're just sort of just slight sounds. But it doesn't sound like there's like a whole crowd of them shuffling, like hundreds. He's not. Yeah, he's he, certainly not hearing anything along those lines, no. Cool. What I'm going to do is tell Vin to kind of push the rope off his neck, leave it on the floor to light up that little cave area that he's in, and then come back, I think. Okay. Is that a trick that you've been showing him how to do? Presumably he knows how to just fuck something off that's on him. He's not a, He's not <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Oh, well, a minute ago he was just a spell slot, and now he's a genius. <laughs> he can take instruction. Like, oi, that thing around your neck that's lighting you up like a fucking candle. How about you don't wear that anymore? Uh, okay. I'm afraid I double knotted it. There's no way he's getting that off. Oh, well, he strangled himself then, and he's just straight up dead. <laughs> a again. weasel laying on his back trying to wrestle his collar off. <laughs> Didn't have to put a bell on it, Greg. That was just mean. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a um, sleight of hand from from Vin? Sleight of hand, right? His spell, not spell. His abilities are not the clearest. What's that dexterity? Yeah, yeah. Sleight, sleight of weasel. Okay, <laughs> that is oh, fuck me seven. Uh, he he struggles. He's he's struggling to get it off. I mean, he's he's, he's making some headway, but it's not by him. He's not just like slipped off a, ho- a hoopla or anything like that. Hula hoop, even. What's a hoopla? Hoopla. Um, he's not simple. Uh, Pokemon. Like that. Um, so yeah, he's struggling. He's trying to get it off, but he's he's not doing successfully. And you're slightly worried that the longer he does it, the more commotion he's going to start making in there. Okie dokie. I'm just going to instruct him to just lie down then and play dead. Yep. Pretty much. Still glowing. Right. I would suggest we make our way in, and while and and whilst we're not going to try and necessarily sneak past things, we try and just engage walk things. in. No, we don't engage. So I said not engage. We just, just, yeah, we just, just walk in, and we just walk on through, like. Why don't we mimic their? Why don't we copy what they're doing? Walk how sta- they walk. Sta- stand around looking. <laughs> it's not freaking Shaun of the Dead. We can't Fr- This sounds like Quinch's absolute forte: copying someone else and being useless. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe I should go first, or I'll, second. I think we should. Yeah, I think we should just. I think we should just walk through. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not scared of. I'm not scared of a three foot tall shambling thing. Thank you so much for listening to Dice and Desire. If you work, hello, Quinch. What are you doing here? I thought I'd help out with the promo. No, Quint. No, come on. You're just going to talk about random place names that don't exist. No, I wasn't. I was going to talk to you about my adventures in Valaquanth, the very best that the Tendering Meadows has to offer. God, if you have to be here, at least read this out. Okay, what have we got here? <clears throat> Leave us a review on Apple or Podchaser. Oh, yeah, it was fine. It's pronounced Apple, but that was fine. Now read this bit. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search Dyson Desire. I'm actually very surprised that was all pronounced correctly. Uh, thanks, Quinch. Thank you guys for listening. Do exactly as Quinch said and help us out in those various ways. And we look forward to sharing another episode with you very soon. Are you looking for a D&D podcast for the dark side? 
something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python, Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old-school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. <laughs>